Welcome everybody. This is the BCR cast and we got football today. We got the Bills and Rams first game to kick it off. And then we got some NFL award predictions too. So let's get right into it. Thoughts on Thursday night predictions. I'm just glad to have football back, man. Yeah. It's been a long seven months. I'm just, I think this should be a national holiday. <laughs> I got it, man. Yeah. I'm just so excited for it. It's been way too long. And we're going to have a real game tomorrow. Indeed. Actual players playing. Can't say enough about it. Boys, yeah. How, how are you doing? We're good. Yeah. What what a great game to start the season off with. Most most people's predictions are the Bills and the Rams or uh, I know some people got the Bills or I mean um the Bills and the Bucks too. But Bills and the Rams are up there and it'd be how crazy would it be to start the season and end the season with the same game. All right. Any Super Bowl predictions? Um, Bills and Bucks for me. Yeah, I'm not gonna share my. I keep changing it, so I'm just gonna <laughs> keep that to myself. I know how I feel. I, I got the Bucks, but I, I feel like the Chiefs will make it there. I think. So. Yeah, well, it's crazy. It's crazy because they got rid of Tyreek. You know, everyone's like, "Oh, who's he gonna throw to?" He, he's got weapons. Trust me, he's got athletes out there that can make plays. Juju's yeah. Juju's still young; he can make plays. He's a big. He's a big receiver. Um, run game probably not going to be as hard this year. They got Ronald Jones, Clyde Edwards-Helaire. I'm not a big fan of him, but we'll see what happens. All right. All right. Get into the predictions, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's start off with our 2022 Coach of the Year predictions. Okay. Um, Karen, you want to start off or should I? Left to right. right. Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and kick it off. All right. So I had a couple different thoughts on this, a couple different guys that I thought that I could have chosen. My immediate thought was Brandon Staley as he is the Las Vegas betting odds favorite. But I think I'm going to go with Nick Sirianni. Riley, next. Oh, gosh. I'm going to go KOC. I think that roster is too stacked for him to not win it. Who? KOC. Kevin O'Connell. Kevin O'Connell. Oh, okay, okay. I think it'd be quite embarrassing if he didn't pull at least eight or nine wins. Agreed. You know, Connor, I was on with you about your first prediction in L.A., but Sirianni? Oh, my gosh. That's a reach, dude. I think – I think me and Riley could both agree that's a reach. Well, here's here's my thoughts. Okay. So I was thinking about it long and hard, and I was thinking about the potential candidates for it. And I thought the Chargers probably 
getting into the playoffs as a wild card team, they're probably not going to win the division. So I thought, does that move the needle enough for me to call Brandon Staley the coach of the year after he was kind of on the doorstep of the playoffs last year? Not really. Uh, Kevin O'Connell, I guess that one would be more of a needle mover for me than Brandon Staley. But I think Nick Sirianni, I think the Eagles are going to win that division. It's probably not going to be close. Even though they still made it into the playoffs last year, I think they're drastically improved. It's not going to be because of Sirianni, though. And it's going to be obvious. Well, it's going to be obvious it's not going to be because of Sirianni. I think I think that teams like you, or that the the voters won't really look through that. They'll just think the Eagles did a better job, so like, they'll probably award him with it. Okay, I understand that, but it's kind of easy to tell what teams are good with and without a coach. Like, let's talk about the Cardinals. I mean, they have a very talented roster and a horrible offensive coordinator and their head coach. Let's just get them out of there. When they just extend them to, like, come yeah. on. You see the media. No one, no one's high on him. He's well, even shown in games where he's like choked. Well, if the Cardinals would have won the division last year, I think Kingsbury probably would have got it. I know, but, but they've had the same season over and over again. Where they start off high and then they just fart, fart in the dumpster. Let's say that at the end of the season, like, come on. All right. So I was on you with uh, Brandon Staley, and I like Kevin O'Connell. I, I think those are two high candidates, but I was thinking Dable and Sala in New York. If one of these two teams pop off, like I don't even care if they don't make the playoffs. If they make it over 500, I think one of them deserve it. Can't disagree with that. Mm-hmm. I like that. I, I Okay, especially Dable, if you can take that. Like I, I think this is a team worse than the freaking Texans, the horse crab Giants. If you can take Danny Dimes and a beat up Saquon Barkley and turn it into a team over five hundred, here's the award, man, Coach of the Year. I believe Dable's the second favorite for the betting odds. So, okay. So Vegas agrees with you to some extent. I mean. You're not way out in left field. And and, I, and I'm agreeing with you guys on the Jets theory at some point because, yeah, they are getting a better roster. And I do think Saul is a good coach. Let's I We just got to see what the offense does because I think this defense is going to have a very bright upcoming. Yeah, I think their defense will definitely be better than it has been in the past. Yeah. I mean, it should be right because this is Sala's second season now. Yeah. And defensive guy. I think he's hopefully for the Jets' sake that he's going to lift them up to another tier. Mm. You know, I'm I'm just glad none of you guys said Josh McDaniels. Not a chance. I feel like we've seen that story before and we know what happened and there's a possibility it could happen again. All right. So do we want to move <laughs> on to the most valuable player Indeed. of the NFL? Indeed. So I'll give my take here. I thought about it a little bit, and then I thought, you know, this isn't really that hard of a decision. It's Patrick Mahomes, in my opinion. Okay. Okay. Riley? 
Tom Brady. Ooh, okay. You think he's going to finish his career as the MVP? I think he'll – I don't even think he'll retire at the end of this year. You don't think so? Connor, do you think oh. he'll retire? I think it depends on if him and Giselle are still married at the end of the season. Oh, God. We're getting deep <laughs> if, into that. Oh. If they're not, then I think he probably comes back for a different team. Um, so I can't agree with the Mahomes because I don't think they're going to be the same team this year. I don't think he's going to have a lot of help as he has in the years past, obviously with Tyreek being gone. Um, I think it's going to be, I agree with, I kind of agree with Riley, but I don't know. The Bucks have been on and off last year, so. I, I, I'm going with Josh Allen. I think he's. I think I'm kind of in the mix of like overhype, and then yeah, it's kind of obvious that he's the best player in the league. So I'm, I'm just gonna stick with Josh Allen because I think he's got all the attributes. And the end of last year was insane. Like wow, you, that that was insane. It, it like what if the Chiefs didn't even have Tyreek? Do you think they would even win that game? Yeah, and here's why. So anybody that was a fantasy owner of Tyreek Hill last year, like me, I fell victim to this, knows that there was quite a few games where he massively underperformed. So quite honestly, I don't don't think it'll be that hard to replicate his production, especially with the pieces that they added. I mean, they basically recreated his production, but with three different people, which I think will still end up working in the end. Mm. If that makes any sense. No, I get it. I understand. I mean, I I think the receiving core is good. It's just, I don't know. I, I don't think it's going to be something we're used to seeing. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, moving on. What have we got? We got Offensive Player of the Year. So, basically, all your guys' MVPs. Or all of our MVPs. Not for me, actually. I got oh, okay. So, <clears throat> for me, I am going to say my Offensive Player of the Year. It was between a few different guys. I was thinking Jonathan Taylor at first, but then I thought, I think he might have already hit his peak with going over 2,000 yards already in the season. He did that, right? Or was it mm-hmm. just a 200 yards? Uh, in not, game? not rushing, but total yards, yes. So I feel like he kind of hit his peak. And then Jamar Chase just had an amazing year last year. Indeed. I feel like that was the peak Bengals. Like, I don't think we're going to see that kind of Bengals team again for a while. And. Okay. Brought me to my third option, a guy that I don't think has fully been unleashed yet because I've watched his games and I know that there's still some things that didn't quite wasn't quite all there yet. So I'm going to say Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson gets offensive player of the year. I agree. Think so. I would say give him the MVP if it wasn't a quarterback award. So is that what we're going to do? We're going to make this a separate award from, like. It usually is separate. 
I guess. Riley, um, just real quick, what was your coach of the year prediction again? Kevin O'Connell. Thank you. Um, yeah, offensive player of the year, I had Josh Allen, but if, if it wasn't a quarterback award, I'd take it to my boy JT, baby, of an Indianap- or over in Indianapolis. Over Nick Chubb? Uh, we'll see. I don't think their lines. I don't think their lines is good. I'm just kidding. To me, it's really disappointing that uh, that the MVP has basically became a quarterback award because anybody. Yeah. It's the same as the watched, high, same as the any, Heisman too. Anybody who watched football last year knows that Cooper Cup was on a different level than every single player last year. But highly unfortunate. Yeah, I, it's. Just, I mean, if you really want the most valuable player, you'd give it to Aaron Rodgers every time because we all know how Green Bay is without him. Right. Uh oh. We have lost our third. Well. He gave he gave his take right. Yeah, he said Jonathan Taylor. So we can go over some news. So Joe Flacco is starting for the Jets week one, and it might be for a few weeks. Too bad for Zach Wilson, man. Yeah. I just really wanted him to come out and have a good year. It seemed yeah. kind of kind of a, a stretch for him to be going, you know, year one or going back from going back week one after that injury, but. I really feel for him. I think that was going to be a bigger year for him. I still think it could be. Sorry, guys. Braden's back. Technical difficulties. So Dawson Knox also has signed a four-year, $53.3 million contract with 31 of it guaranteed. Good for him going out there and grabbing the bag. He's a good, good player. Good for the program. For That's a good yeah. move for the program. Me some Dawson Knox. Yeah, Dawson Knox, very underrated, or almost a running back, tight end. Uh, where are we at? Are we just doing news? Yeah, since you were gone. Oh, okay. We'll jump back into it and we'll give some more news at then. Okay, so let's go defensive player of the year. So I'm kind of curious to see where you guys are with this. Okay. My got, pick is going to be. Nick Bosa, 49ers edge rusher. I like that. I like that. Pick. Reason being, Nick Bosa, you know, he's had kind of a tough go with injuries and everything. But, you know, right now he's, he's getting into the prime of his career. <clears throat> I mean, the guy is a monster when he's out on the field. So I think it's very possible that we see a year where he just totally ends up carrying that 49ers defense and, I can't really think of anybody else that would top him right now. Just that hasn't really won it before. I mean, everybody every year always says Aaron Donald, but they might as well just rename it the Aaron Donald Award at this point. Right. Well, I have TJ Watt as mine. Okay. He he just won it, right? Yeah, he did. I think I'll go back to that. I mean, the Steelers will 
probably be a more defensive team. I mean, they will be. They got to have some focal point to that team. I think that'll be TJ Watt. I'm pretty sure TJ Watt missed at least a couple games last year, he and he still had like 20 sacks or something. Yeah, dude was insane. So yeah, I mean, that dude can put the Steelers defense on his back, and yeah, I can see where you're coming from with that pick. So for my defensive player of the year, I'm picking Miles Garrett. Okay. I think he's going to pop off. I think this is the year that he just goes insano. He's a smart dude outside of football. And I, I just have a feeling this is the year he pops off. But I do – I like – I like my second guy would be Nick Bosa. I think he's a lot more powerful than people think he is. Kind of interesting that you say that because I thought I was going to get a ton of pushback for taking Nick Bosa. No, no, I – I like Nick better than Joey. I thought I think, you said Joey at first. I was like, that is I a little crazy. Joey's more of a finesse <laughs> dude. Nick can actually like push you, push you around. In my opinion, I mean, I don't even think that this is just an opinion. I think it's a fact. If Kyler Murray wasn't, if he would have chosen to play baseball instead of going to the NFL, I'm pretty sure Nick Bosa would have been the first overall pick. Probably. Back in that season. Oh, Chandler Jones and Chandler Jones and Nick Bosa. And Josh Rosen at quarterback. <laughs> Gosh, that was a horrible pick. Okay. Offensive rookie of the year. I'm trying to remember who I have for this one. Oh yeah, I remember now. Okay. So for this one. Kind of goes back to what I was just talking about a little bit ago of replacing the production of Tyreek Hill. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go Sky Moore. Sky Moore is going to take over as the number one receiver in Kansas City this this season, in my opinion. And he was a pretty high draft pick, so Sky Moore is my offensive rookie of the year. I almost did it, but I'm going to go with James Cook. Okay. So I, I was actually going to say James Cook. But I was thinking, I don't know how that Bills run game is because it has been good in the past. And it's not necessarily been because of the running back. Um, So I decided to go with Chris Olave. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't love that. Just because I, I got, I feel like it's going to be better for them with Michael Thomas, and I, I don't know. This might have been to respect his veterans, but he was listed pretty deep down on the depth chart yesterday. Who, Chris Olave? Yeah, probably. But later in the season, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of push-ups. I feel like at minimum he's got to be wide receiver three by season end. Because yeah. if he can't outplay Marquez Callaway, I mean, that's just a waste of a pick. Uh, uh, don't get me wrong. Marquez Callaway, is, he's a big dude. He's basically Michael Thomas number two. Maybe not as good, but he's hes a body, and he can catch the ball. Also, Jarvis Landry, I don't yeah, know what he is. He's getting old, dude. Probably. He might be kind of, well, I guess you could say washed at this point. He kind of washed <laughs> out with the Browns, but... Yeah, I mean, they got some things to be excited about with their receiving core. It's probably going to be the biggest bright spot for them. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, they can still run the ball with Camaro, but yeah. I, I kind of like your pick. Uh, I was kind of an Olave guy going into the draft process, so. Yeah. So let's go to the defensive rookie of the year. I'm pretty sure most people have their opinion already made up, and it's yep. probably pretty similar. Yep. Everybody wants to take Aiden Hutchinson. <laughs> but I'm going to be a little bit different here. I'm going to go to a guy that didn't allow a single catch in the preseason, Ahmad Sauce Gardner oh. from the Jets. Me too. Really? Yeah. Let's get it. Now, the, the hard part here is I don't think that the cornerback really gets the respect that they deserve when it comes to these picks, but, you know, I I still have a feeling that he's going to do enough to get it. Yeah. yeah. Going back to the coach of the year, I think he's going to help Saul out a lot. He it's looks make to it, be a really good pick. Yeah, it's going to make him a lot. It's going to make his defense a lot easier as long as he doesn't get hurt. I know this might be a hot take, and, you know, everybody had either Trayvon Walker or Aiden Hutchinson going first overall. Yep. If it was me picking first of all, first overall, I would have taken Sauce Gardner in a heartbeat, honestly. Me too. I, I mean, that. he was just amazing. He didn't allow a touchdown in college. Didn't, obviously, like I just talked about, he didn't allow a single catch in the preseason. So he's a great receiver, uh, great at stopping receivers, I should say. Yeah. So I really like him. Yeah, I'm going with Aiden Hutchinson. I think he's going to, yeah, I think he's going to help turn this program around. He's the perfect, he's the perfect guy for Dan Campbell. All right, so let's go with our comeback players of the year. Okay. For me, it kind of toss and turn on this one. I don't really like any of the candidates for it, especially this guy, but I'm going to do it anyways because if he ends up playing the whole season, he'll probably be right. I'm going to go with CMC Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be a big part of that offense in Carolina. If he stays healthy the entire season, if he stays on the field, I think that the Panthers will make a significant push for the wild card. Oh, it's my turn. Yep. Um, I don't know. I don't love anybody either. I don't know. I just had somebody in my head. I can't think of him now. Oh, Saquon. I'll go with Saquon. I think he qualifies enough. Yeah, okay. definitely. He's in the same boat as McCaffrey. Yeah, I, I like him more than McCaffrey, honestly. You Actually... Do. I, I, actually, like the I, Giant, I like the Giants more over the Panthers by a landslide. Can I change my pick? Go ahead. I think I'm going to go with J.K. Dobbins instead. Oh, oh that's I a for- good one. I forgot that he missed the entire year last year. I think yeah, he's, he's, he's uh, got to do so much running, dude. Like He's got to get all the TDs. He's going to rack up those stats, dude. He's probably got to be like top five in rushing. Yeah, so uh, – Changing it up on you guys, going J.K. Dobbins. And I feel terrible that I forgot about him. All right, Brayden, who's yours? Jameis Winston. I think that's actually a really good pick, too. Mm -hmm. I'm not a big Jameis Winston guy, but 
I kind of went down a rabbit hole the other day on the internet. And I don't know if I'd say that he was necessarily like MVP caliber before his injury, but he had 14 touchdowns in seven games and only threw like three interceptions. So, of course, it's a little bit different offense, I'm sure, since Sean Payton left. Uh But, yeah, that's actually a sneaky pick. I actually like that a lot. Yeah. All right, just to quickly reiterate what we just went through, Coach of the year, we got Braden with Brian Dable. I took Nick Sirianni. Riley took Kevin O'Connell. MVP, Braden, Josh Allen. Me, Patrick Mahomes. Riley, Tom Brady. Offensive player of the year, Braden has Jonathan Taylor. I have Justin Jefferson. And Riley also has Justin Jefferson. Defensive player of the year, Braden has Miles Garrett. Riley has TJ Watt. And I have Nick Bosa. Offensive Rookie of the Year, um, Braden has Chris Olave. I have Sky Moore. Riley has James Cook. Defensive Rookie of the Year, Braden, Aiden Hutchinson. Me, Sas Gardner, and Riley also Sas Gardner. Comeback Player of the Year, Braden has Jameis Winston. I have J.K. Dobbins, and Riley has Saquon Barkley. So that's all of our picks for the seven awards that we decided to pick. So... I think we got a really good list going here. I mean, surely one of these guys has to bring it home, Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to the head coaches. I think that'll probably be – I don't know if Sirianni will even be in consideration, but I figured I'd have to kind of pick something that was a little bit out there. And so, yeah, I could see any of these guys being in consideration for coach. MVP, I mean, those guys are all going to be up there too. I'm I'm excited to see the – yearly playoff matchup between Mahomes and Allen. Of course, that won't decide the MVP since it's a regular season award and it's already voted on, but right. I'm just I'm just excited to watch the season, man. Indeed, it's it's gonna be fun. I've never been so excited to watch football in my entire life. I mean this year it just has a different feel to it. Not just because like our Vikings have a new head coach and a new GM. It's like everything just so feels so fresh. I mean, obviously you still got some stale crusty guys out there like a Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick, Matt rule, but I'm loving this. So how are you guys going to watch it? You got prime. I don't even know. Cable baby. (laughs) Well, not, not Thursday. Yeah, it'll be oh. on NBC. Oh, it is? Yeah, because it's the this first game of the year. Oh. They always have it on NBC. You it's sure? going to be so, yeah, it's going to be so weird watching Mike Tirico call the games. I'm going to miss Al Michaels so much on mm-hmm. Sunday night games, but we'll still get to check in with Al every Thursday night over on Amazon. Indeed. How All about right. that the, the shakeup of uh, broadcasters this year? Buck and Aikman moving over to ESPN. Oh yeah! Wow, that was that's insane. I have a hot take that a lot of people disagree with, Braden included. I know you already disagree with this take. What's up? I am a Joe Buck stan. Okay, I really, really like Joe Buck. That's because you're a baseball fan. Come on! No, that's not even why. I don't even like Joe Buck as a baseball announcer. I like Joe Buck 
for doing the NFL. And the reason why is because I think back to like all the big time games that I watched growing up and he was always calling the games with Aikman. Mm -hmm. So he just holds a special place in my heart. I know a lot of people don't really care for him, but that's okay with me. I'm going to root for the guy anyways. I love that they moved him to ESPN. So then we don't really have to hear him that often. <laughs> I do not care for he, him that much. Okay. He he moved himself, but yeah. You both are against me on this. I feel like I feel like you both are always against me on all my takes. I guess that's why they're called hot takes. But you know. No, you're good. <laughs> all right, let's move into the clown of the week. Didn't we already do one on Monday? So well, I got another list. one. All right, you go ahead because I don't have one. Mine is Emmanuel Sanders retiring after 12 years in the NFL. Why? Was it because he couldn't get a contract? I, I think know. he was just done. Was he still on the Bills roster? I didn't look into that. No, he was a free agent. He, oh, was, okay, never mind. he was pretty bad last year. Okay. Well, I but... was going to say, why would you retire when you know you're on the Super Bowl winning side? Yeah. I feel like the Bills could have brought him back if they really wanted to, but they didn't really want to like steal any targets from Gabriel Davis or Stephon Diggs. So damn, that was that was a bad one. <laughs> Whatever. We already got I already got mine in last week or uh Monday. Not yeah. Last time we right. recorded. Should we do some hot takes for tomorrow's game or today's game, I guess? This will be going up on tomorrow, so yeah, might as well. All right, I'll start out. I think Cam Akers is going to have a great game. I saw that there might be some shared touches, but I think Cam Akers is going to go off. Hmm. Braden, no, I one. agree with that. I think I think the run game is going to be dangerous, but it's also going to open up alleys for Cup and the Van Jefferson. I think they're. I think we're gonna see something similar to last year, where we see Van deep down the field taking it to the house. I can't wait to see that, or something similar like that happens. Is that your take, Brayden, or do you have anything else? He's gonna, um, he's gonna need a new one. The Rams just. I, I enjoy. Okay. Out. I I enjoy watching oh. the Rams. <laughs> I enjoy watching the Rams offense play. But overall, I think I think the Bills. I'm sticking with it. I think the Bills are going to come out on top. Okay. So, I'm going to give my spicy take here. Go ahead. I don't know if it's actually it's probably beyond a hot take compared to what people think. So let me just pull this up for reference right here. Give me one second. Okay, so the line on tomorrow's game is the Bills are two-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm going to say not only do the Bills cover that line, I'm going to say the Bills win by at least two scores. Really, at home? I, I think that Matthew Stafford's elbow is going to show. I think they're trying to play it off as it's nothing serious. If you but mean I that, think it's really I think you should get in your them. car and head to Iowa and place that bet right now. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Well, okay, so if the line is two and a half points, 
that's literally saying that they're going to win by less than a field goal. So, like, obviously they're going to win by more than a field goal unless it's, you know, a two-point game, which probably won't happen. But I think the Bills will go beyond covering and win by two scores. I'm not against that. How cool about the over-under for the game? The over-under for the game is 52. I feel like that's kind of low. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I feel like it should be set more in the higher 50s, but... Mm-hmm. Because that would kind oh, of man. imply that both teams would score in the 20s. I'm so excited just thinking about it. Sweet. All right. Is that it? That's all we got for tonight? That's it for me. All right. That's all I got. Riley, got anything? For watching. Yep. That's it. That's it for us. This is the BCR. Please BCR. like, some comment. Please. Oh, please like, comment, and subscribe. Share with everybody you know, even your great aunt. Thank you for watching. Help us grow our platform. Thank you. Yeah, thank you.